0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Uh, the sermon text, I had really a hard time choosing one of them, so I chose all three of them. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. In the beginning, the one Lord, the true Lord, he formed and filled this world with his goodness using spirit spirit.
1: Water
0: and the word. Those are the ingredients that we hear in Genesis 1. The ingredients that God uses to uh, to make this world. Genesis 1 verses 1 through 3. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light and there was light. The one Lord uses spirit, water, and the word to give form to that which had no form, and to fill that which was empty. Kiss no form, without form, and void. Goodbye. (coughs) Tohu vavohu. That's the uh, Hebrew expression here. It's really fun to say. Tohu You're going to hear it a little bit during the sermon, okay? So you better get used to it. Without form and void. Tohu va vohu. See, the Lord, He doesn't want formlessness and emptiness because He is one who has perfect form and is filled to overflowing with nothing but goodness. And so, He gives this world perfect form and fills this world... To overflowing with his goodness just in case we missed that uh, we know that the end of the six days of creation at the end of the six days of his forming and filling what does the Lord say it is very good it's very good what delight and detail from this one Lord who is pictured right from the beginning of history as a mother hen. Did you know that? That is like the first image we have of God in the Bible, that of a mother hen. It's so easy to miss. The Spirit of God was hovering (coughs) over the face of of the waters. Hovering, brooding. The uh, picture here, the image, is that of the one true Lord as a mother hen who gathers... Everything and everyone under his protective wings. The message? Here is where all belong. Here is where all are warmed and welcomed. Here is where everyone can find shelter and strength. Sadly, our first parents, uh, Mr. Adam and Mrs. Eve, they uh, put their hand up and said, mm, mm, mm. Talk to the hand, God. No, 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 Lord, we, we don't want you. Uh, one Lord, not enough for us. We've got to have, you know, a Baskin Robbins full of uh, Lords, okay? Including ourselves. We want to be Lord. And so, uh, yeah, uh, we don't want you, period. You are just not enough for us. We want more. Now, they had really no reason to ditch the Lord, this one true Lord. His wings outstretched, lifted up, not to to incite them, but to invite them into a life like no other. A life where they would have no lack, a life where he would always have their back, a life that nothing in this world could ever sack, his arms extended, lifted up to enfold them, envelop them, enclose them in his goodness and love. Why? So that they could be filled to overflowing with this goodness and love to flood this world with his goodness and love. But uh, they rebelled, rebuked, refused, and, and, and thereby flooded this world, not with you know, goodness and love, but with uh, sin and badness going out from Eden. They chose sin's tyranny rather than the lordship of the Holy Trinity. They chose sin's tyranny and thereby locked up all of humanity, each of us in our own little wee little worlds, loaded with all of these lords that, you know, really just leave us in tohu va bohu, without form and empty. Ever since Genesis chapter 3, we have been conceived, that is man, has been conceived and born in sin's tyranny that's loaded with, with all these lords that can't ever give form and fill up, period. <coughs> <coughs> Leaving everyone tolu without form and empty. And we can't avoid sincerity. I mean, we, were, we actually come into this with our conception and birth, and we come into this world scratching our heads, thinking, how can I give form and fill up my life? give my life form, and fill up my life, how can I do that? And then since tyranny offers a buffet of lords to get the forming and filling up job done, to get her done. And uh, it really is a buffet of lords, a smorgasbord. And uh, we uh, have bought into the lie that, you know, we have this freedom to pick and choose uh, whatever lords that we want, uh, to, uh, to deliver us from tohu vavohu without form and empty. And you know the names of these lords. Anything, anyone can actually become a lord, a false god, an idol. These, uh, these are common day stuff, okay? And people. These uh, lords go by the name of, well, the family. The degree. The almighty dollar. The US of A, the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, the career, the bank account, the accomplishments, the awards and trophies, the retirement nest egg, the property, the possessions. I mean, you're picking up what I'm putting down here. And see, we pledge our allegiance to all these lords, thinking that these lords are going to give form to our lives and fill them up, making us oh so content. Formed into successful people and filled with satisfaction and everyone's attention. Formed into strong people and filled with sway so that everyone wants to know what we have to say. Filled as sought after people formed as successful formed as sought after people and filled with praise filled with excuse me significance and status formed into productive people and filled with praise and maybe a pay raise dear friends standings stages circumstances, situations that we have in life, that's actually not life. Real, lasting life. Since tyranny has duped us and distracted us into thinking that real, lasting life is found in friends and family, the degree, the upward mobility, the awards and trophy, the money that we stash away for a day that's rainy. Now, all that is good gifts from our Father who art in heaven. All of it, a beautiful gift. But none of that is real, lasting life. It's all passing away. We know this deep within our bones, the very fiber of our being. We know this by our experiences. I mean, who here hasn't endured the loss in the family? Who here was let go from a company that he or she thought would be at until the retirement party. Who here has a degree but now has no clue where that piece of paper could be? That's this guy. I really just don't care. (laughs) I really don't. Probably Ruth knows where it is. I I just really don't care. Who here has gone on a vacation and thought at the end of the vacation, man, man, Maybe, maybe, it'll be more fun with the next vacation. Well, more satisfaction. Locked up in sin's tyranny, leaves us unformed, unfilled, unfulfilled. Tohu, va, vohu. Thankfully, the lord who brought real lasting life out of nothing out of tohu vavohu in the very beginning continues to do just that today in 2024 and he uses the same ingredients spirit water the word dear friends sin's tyranny with with all of you know those lords that leave us empty are done with it. You and I, done with it eternally. Why? Well, through spirit, water, word, we have been baptized into the Lord Jesus who forms us and fills us to overflowing with his goodness in and for this world. Isn't it just a load off your chest and mind that we don't have to actually form our lives and fill our lives? Using that buffet of lords? That dog ain't gonna hunt anyway. Doesn't work. We'll leave you unformed, unfilled, unfulfilled, so it's so freeing to be honest with ourselves. And that's really one of the most beautiful things about church. We get to let her hair down and just tell the truth about ourselves. So we'll tell the truth about Aaron. If I, if I make my family, dear Ruthie, my being a pastor, my home for 11 Ireland, My Star Wars collection! Yes, I have one, that's really embarrassing to admit. (laughs) My sources of entertainment, okay, Uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Max, Netflix. My hobbies, running and cooking, if I make any of those things, my Lord, the Lord of my life, it will cost me more than I can afford, everything, it costs me everything and this is the death i must go through it's the death we all must go through the death of the self salvation project the death of our silliness in thinking that we can form our lives and fill them with lords and idols and false gods it's a necessary death and we see in the gospel reading all these folks Diving head first in the Jordan River. And they're they're dying to their lords. Mark 1.5. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem are going out to him. And were being baptized by him in the river Jordan. Confessing their sins. Confessing their sins? These folks are just being honest with themselves. Telling the truth about themselves. That their attempts at, you know, forming their lives and filling them using lords and false gods and idols, it leaves them waiting for and wanting so much more. And they can can confess this because they know the more is coming. They know that the true Lord is on his way. That's the whole point of John the Baptist. He's the billboard screaming, Messiah is coming, Messiah is coming. The Lord is on his way. Mark 1.3, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the Baptist, he's this voice in the wilderness, a billboard just screaming that, well, the one living, loving, liberating Lord is on his way. The one who is real, lasting life in his being, in flesh and blood, in living color. He's coming, and then he arrives, and he comes not distant from us, not set apart from us, but standing shoulder to shoulder with us. The Lord Jesus stands in solidarity with everyone, with, with all people who are trying to be formed and be filled by Lords of Plenty so that he can release them. He can set them free from sin's tyranny for a life that is full and free. There in the Jordan River are all these folks just you know, letting go of their lords. and there's Jesus. He's letting all of these Lords, all of these false gods, be washed unto him. Verses nine through 11 of the gospel reading. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open, and the Spirit descending on him like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, "You are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased." All the lords that sins tyranny can paddle push place on humanity, Jesus piles sky high on his shoulders and carries the Calvary baptism and cross go hand in hand they go together like PB&J, mac and cheese and mark wants you to see the connection he joins the baptism of our lord and the crucifixion of our lord using a single verb ripped apart torn open it's only used twice in the gospel of mark here of course in the jordan river and then there at calvary here as the heavens are ripped open torn apart and then at calvary when the temple curtain is torn from top to bottom, ripped apart. And with the temple curtain taken away, the truth can go on full display that there's nothing in the holy of holies to form and fill anyone any day. It was an empty room. Totally empty. Dark is gone, of course. Mercy seat. Bye-bye. Well, I mean, the mercy seat is there on the cross, but in the Holy of Holies, come on, empty. Empty just like the lords and the false gods and the idols that our Lord put to open shame at Calvary. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's showing that putting our trust in these lords, it leads to nothing. It leads to death. And so Jesus puts all of these lords to death. He crucifies them on the cross. He buries them in the black hole of his death. And that is why the Father is so pleased with Jesus. This is Messiah's mission. To bring down into his death all that locks us up in sin's tyranny. Our idolatry, our rebellion, our high treason, our trying to... Form our lives and fill them. Our fear and love and trust in lords, false gods, idols. He takes all of that and he buries it in his death. He brings all of that down into his death so that he can unlock us and free us from within sin's tyranny. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Only in this one death is there life for everyone. We can only go up, dear friends, by going down. We can only ascend by descending, okay? That's what Jesus is showing us here. This is the pattern: death and resurrection, dying and rising, going down to go up. So much for American upward mobility, eh? <laughs> We got to go down to live. We must go and place ourselves in a grave. Not just any grave, but the grave of Jesus. And we can't do this under our willpower. We don't have the strength to do it. It's actually done to us. It's the gift we get in baptism that we are actually crucified and buried with Jesus so that we can be raised with Jesus. See, baptism is the beginning of many beginnings as we die and rise with Jesus who forms and fills us with more and more of his goodness in and for this world. The very Lord, who uh, what the Lord did at the beginning, he does again and again at the font. Creation out of nothing Forming and filling out of Tohu Vavohu And he uses the same ingredients Spirit water the word that's Romans 6 here Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Baptism brings us down into the grave with Jesus so that his death becomes our death. We die with Jesus and his death is gospel good news on steroids. His death is so freeing and liberating, it rescues us, it releases us. His death brings to nothing our lives that were held captive by sin, by sin's tyranny. His death brings to nothing all of our attempts to form our lives and fill them using that buffet of lords. It's fruitless, it's futile, just let's stop doing that. His death brings to nothing, actually us. It makes us tohu vavohu. And that's where our Lord does his most beautiful work. He brings creation out of nothing. He brings you and me out of nothing. He makes us something, somebodies, his somebodies, his people. That is who we are. We are his brothers and sisters for life, for everlasting life. And we don't just stay in the grave with Jesus. The dead to bring us out of his grave takes us by the hand and brings us into a whole new life, full and free. A life that is packed full of resurrection power. A life where we confess, my Lord and my God, a life that you know that reaches beyond the grave, a life that nothing in this world can derail, destroy, a life that is full of his warmth and welcome, a life that has lived under his protective wings, a life where he is forming us and filling us with his goodness in and for this world, a life that is not self-made like Americans think, but is Savior-made, God-made. That's a lot better. <laughs> Dear friends, this is only the beginning. We're all work in progress, okay? No one here has arrived. Not fully formed, not fully filled, not yet anyway. So we shouldn't be too surprised when, you know, lords and idols and false gods, you know, catch our eye. And we think, oh, you know, I just need this lord, that lord, a combination of lords, or I'm going to die. What do we do then? How do we combat that wandering eye? Baptism, okay? Baptism. Let's remember our baptism daily. Let's remember whose we are and to whom we belong. Let's daily get into that watery grave with Jesus. Let's daily die with Jesus, our Lord. And let's daily rise with Jesus, our Lord. Let's daily walk out of the watery grave with him into this newness of life into this full and free life where he is forming us and filling us with more and more and more of his goodness and his mercy and his love and his forgiveness to share with everyone. With everyone. Absolutely everyone. See, over time, we're going to notice that those lures that, you know, caught our eye are not going to be as tantalizing, teasing, tempting as they used to be. That's because... We are discovering, more and more, as we daily die and rise with Jesus, where we are created to belong, where we are meant to belong, warts and all, where real, lasting life is tasted and enjoyed, where true love is found, a love that, well leaves no one and nothing out, a love that includes all of us, all the parts of our lives, even those parts we can't love ourselves, a love that is lavished on us so that we can repay the compliment. Dear friends, today is only the beginning of many beginnings until that final beginning on the last day, when that trumpet blast sounds, Jesus will wake us from our graveyard beds, take us by the hand, and lead us out of our graves, perfectly formed, perfectly filled with his goodness. And so will the world. Perfectly formed, perfectly filled with his goodness. And Jesus is gonna let us know that, the Lord. He's gonna say, This is very God. And with those words ringing in our ears, what will begin is a beginning that will have no end. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.